This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds. Allow me to spend some time with you discussing pets, pet care, and everything in between. This morning I'd like to talk about cold weather warnings. I'll call this cold weather warnings 2.0. I know, I know. My loyal listeners need not remind me of several past pet sounds covering cold weather hazards to our pets. But our winters are becoming kind of funky. Extreme temperatures, varied precipitation, more wind, early storms have changed the traditional cold weather warnings. So how can I make this pet sounds new and or improved? I can't. But I do want to go over things you need to be reminded of that may or may not be in the monthly magazines or interweb. First of all, if the temperature ever gets over 40 degrees at any time of year, deer ticks will rise out of the ground like a phoenix. They will crawl up blades of grass or bush stems waiting for deer or you. I recommend flea and tick protection all year round. For outdoor dogs or cats and even rabbits, make sure they have a place to get out of the wind and rain or snow. If a pet gets wet and is subject to the wind, hypothermia can occur. Also, check their water dish two times a day during frigid temperatures. Cold weather puts a heavy demand on pets' bodies. Dehydration is not uncommon in cold weather, too. So, a frozen water dish doesn't do your pet any good. And don't forget to feed your outdoor pet more. They need more calories to stay warm. Rainy, icy conditions are not uncommon these days. Putting a coat on a short-haired dog while out for a walk will prevent extreme heat loss. Icy ground is the devil for many of our dogs, especially the old or arthritic or weak pet. Keeping their nails short helps. Booties may help with traction. I advise you to try booties on in the house before venturing out. Some dogs won't like them. Ben, my border collie, high-stepped around the living room at first. He looked like a marching soldier in World War II. Hannah, my dachshund, just stood absolutely still in the middle of the room. Any dog recovering from a leg surgery should be walked with extreme caution during icy conditions. De-icers can irritate paws and can be toxic, so wash off the feet when you get inside if you aren't using booties. Cats seem to be okay on their own, but I would check their paws for irritation anyway. Pet-friendly ice melt products are available for your house. Check the bag or ask your veterinarian. Cutting extra fur between the toes is very helpful in preventing snowball formation during snowy conditions. These uh, balls of snow can get pretty big and your dog may get to the point where they can't even walk. It'd be a long walk home for you if you had to carry your dog home. With wet deep snow, shoveling a little path in a bathroom area is advised. I would be remiss if I don't mention antifreeze poisoning. I didn't see many poisonings last year as I was in practice because most people don't need to change their car radiator fluid anymore. Even the so-called safe for pet antifreeze is dangerous, so if you do change radiator fluid, keep it sealed. A magazine article I read just the other day made a reference that pets are attracted to it because it's tasting sweet. This is not accurate. From my understanding, pets aren't attracted to the antifreeze, but if they come across it and taste it, they will most likely drink it because it is sweet. Also, always check under the car for radiator leaks. A pet only needs to drink a few teaspoons to go into kidney failure. One of the early signs that I saw was severe staggering, as if they were drunk. Keep matted fur to a minimum. When snow makes them wet, the skin becomes irritated underneath, especially matted fur under the ear. If your dogs love to run with you while cross-country skiing or snowmobiling, start her off with short trips. Your couch potato pet 
could die from overexposure or overexertion if he does go out on a 10-mile trek with you on the first snow. Fan belt injuries with cats that sleep under the hood on top of a warm engine block are less common these days because the fan belts are enclosed more. Years ago, I used to see several cases of fan belt lacerations in cats during the winter. The injuries are horrible and at times lethal. If you suspect your cat likes to be under the hood, just bang the hood several times before getting in the car to wake him up so he can skedaddle to safety. If your dog wanders during the summer, don't let him do it in the winter. He could get lost due to lack of odor cues and visual cues will be different or gone in the snow. Frostbite is rare but can occur. Frostbite usually occurs in body parts that are injured and the animal is debilitated. However, white cats seem to be more vulnerable even if healthy. Healthy dogs and cats do very well even in cold weather. If you suspect frostbite, do not rub the area. Place a warm cloth on it and get to the vet. One last thing that is important in rural Maine, there are many, many old fences, stone walls, and discarded cars, household appliances, and the like in our woods and fields. They will get buried in the snow and be out of sight to your exuberant running dog. They will not see an old barbed wire fence, but their paw may sink into the snow and catch the fence, causing a severe laceration. So if you're out in the fields or woods with your dog, steer them away from hidden traps. That about covers my cold weather talk. I want to thank my regular listeners for their patience and just maybe I mentioned something new to them. This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds on WERU. Thank you for listening. Remember, enjoy your pet and don't forget to give them a hug.